I'm just the same Another victim of ordinary fame I don't see myself as invincible It's not true at all Episode 32 for May 2008. Welcome back, Webheads. I'm your host, Brad Douglas, the webmaster of the SpidermanCrawlspace.com podcast. First off, I want to apologize for the delay in posting this last hour of the episode from April. It's been a hectic month, but I was finally able to get a few hours to work on this last hour of the show. Now, in this last hour, we wrap up our live caller edition, and we finish up our message board questions, and we join the show with a question from Chris Johnson. Chris, you there? Hey. Yeah, I'm here. Welcome. Chris. Who is not from the U.K. <laughs> We've had all so we can hear you. people from the U.K. We've had the Wombat from the U.K., and it sounded like he was sending us Morse code. We're going to try him after your call. But what do you got, Chris? Um, I was actually uh, wondering because my I uh, just recorded an episode on my show about uh, Spider-Man 2099, and I was actually wondering what you guys thought of it. Who hasn't taken one off the top? JR, you haven't had one off the top. What do you think of Spidey 2099? You know, I, uh, I I do have the entire run because uh, I was able to get it for like seven seven uh, issues for a dollar at uh, one comic shop that I used to frequent. I liked the first year of it when Peter David was talk was starting kind of building uh, the the mythology of this new society and this future society. So I was really kind of fascinated by that. But then when it just when it got away from that, and I think it got more into the conventional. Uh, superhero, supervillain type stuff. I lost interest, uh, and uh, and and really, like I said, didn't go back until I was able to get all of them relatively cheap. So, you know, I liked it. I liked I liked it at the beginning. I liked the concept, but then I thought uh, it just kind of got a little bit old. Yeah, Spidey dude, did you read it? I read, uh, I read a bit. Uh, I didn't read a whole lot. I've read um, some reprints. I, I I thought it was an interesting concept, and I have the action figures because I just wanted the action figure. I thought he had a really cool costume, but overall, I just I, I never really got into it. Yeah, Morb, did you read it? Yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah. I thought it was a great comic, and I I was really hoping when Peter David did uh, Friendly Neighborhood that he'd find some way to do some kind of a time travel story with that instead of the damn Hobgoblin twenty forty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they actually did uh, first appear, I think, in the uh, Spider-Man meets Spider-Man 2099 crossover. Yeah, yeah, he did that somewhere into the run. I remember that. I thought was kind of that was like a one shot. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought there were par- good parts of that, but for the most part, it was just I gotta get this done in one issue. So, bleh. <laughs> I think the best yeah, part of that like Spider- was uh, the best part of that issue was uh, when the Spider-Man 2099 meets Jonah, and he's like. Yeah, Spider-Man is this great hero in my time, and you're just a, not even a footnote. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 read, some good Peter David. I read the book. I have a complete run. I, I um, But you know what? How long has it been? What was that, 92 when the book came out? 91? Yeah, 92, uh, 92. I think. 92. Uh, I remember very little about it. <laughs> Maybe it was because I was in high school or something like that, but I uh, – I, I remember liking it. I mean, it was in my to-read pile in the beginning, but I, I, I don't remember that much about it. I remember he had that cool uh, hologram that was hot. I remember liking the Rick Leonardi. Is that how you say it, Rick Leonardi or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artwork. I, I thought that was cool. Uh, I, I did think it lost a little bit when it started crossing over with everything, like with Doom and X-Men, and they had that Lord House of Doom where Doom was the president. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I vaguely mm-hmm. remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it lost a bit, like in the 30s or 40s, or or it only lasted till about 47, I think. But yeah, and even then it was ended on what? such a precarious note; it wasn't even funny. Yeah, and then then of, the, it, it, and, David didn't even write the last two issues. All right, and and then the Earth flooded, and then they were all on the <laughs> Kazar's world, right? Or Kazar, Savage Land, I think. And then their plane crashed on that weird <laughs> island. <laughs> And yeah, then it all went to shit then. 
and then Her- yeah. Go ahead, Spidey dude. Oh no, I was I was gonna go. He was on gonna try to make on. a joke to equal mine. <laughs> we already solved the great debate. We're done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got my ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, what, what's your take on the book? Um, I really enjoyed it throughout um its entire run, uh, except for because Peter David he really it was really episodic in that each issue uh sort of led into the next one. Mm-hmm. And uh I actually read like uh 30 issues in like one night because I just got so into it. I just kept reading and reading and I looked over and it was like 5 a.m. Oh wow. That's cool. But, uh, I wish Rick Lee and Arnie would do more work. He he had a little bit of a run on the X-Men back in the 80s. So to tell you the truth though, he did a recent issue of Witchblade that just looked terrible. So I don't know yeah. what happened to him. <laughs> wow. Maybe he got cancer. Oh, dude! <laughs> what, the, what the hell, on, man? <laughs> you cannot tell oh, me you've been drinking Coca Cola this whole show. That with an answer like that. <laughs> uh, well, Chris, anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I think that's just the only question I had off cool. the top of my head. We appreciate it, and keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you soon on the board. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Chris. Bye bye. Take care, guys. Okay, let's try Wombat one more time. We're going, we're going over the water one more time, guys. <laughs> and for all you listening, we haven't even started on our two pages of written out. Messages. No, no, we wanted to get these. <laughs> we wanted to get the. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> we wanted to get the live callers out of the way first. Okay, we're ringing. Wombat, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Here, while we have a, a secure connection, what's your question, buddy? Um, if Mary Jane ever returns to Peter Parker as his wife, do you think it will, it will be in Brand New Day continuity, or in the continuity it was before Brand New Day? If, if, guys, did you hear if, that? Yeah, I heard that. What was the question again? The question was, and uh, let me make sure I'm right, if Mary Jane becomes Peter Parker's wife again, will okay. it be in the Brand New Day continuity, or will it be in the former continuity. Okay. Yeah, that's what I asked. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Spidey dude. You, you take it. Well, I, they've taken so much fucking time to get this bullshit continuity <laughs> <laughs> that it's probably going to have to be in the brand new day continuity, and then all of us old fogies, quote-unquote, that have been reading for the past ten years are going to be going, this is bullshit! <laughs> so, you know... <laughs> Uh, it more than likely will ha- will probably be in the uh, in the brand new day continuity, just because uh, unless unless some unless you know Casada does get the boot like it's been posted on a Marvel Boys little stupid blog, uh, you know, and then they and if Revort becomes the editor in chief, it'll still be more of the same. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just tell you that right now, but. Um, you know, it just depends on the, it. Just really depends on the editor in chief. If the editor in chief, uh, if they get, if Casada leaves and, and they get a new editor in chief, it's you know somebody that's not anybody we would like, Steve Wacker maybe. Then we might see it in the old continuity. We may see like this was a massive VR mind wipe that was yeah. orchestrated by the scrolls back in 1976. So uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just. Yeah. I, 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 you Wombat, know, what would conclusion. Wombat, what would you like to see happen? Uh, I have no idea, to be honest. I, I might like the brand new continuity, like brand new day continuity, because right. Harry Osborn's back, and he's right. a good character. Cool. Well, Wombat, we appreciate you calling in, and we'll see you on the board, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye, guy. Wow, the Skype Skype does not like to hop the sea or the the water. It really doesn't. Well, and you know, funny thing is, he kind of sounds like Harry Potter. Uh, I, I know that's probably offensive. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> okay, I figured it out. We misunderstood Zach. He said he was smoking coke, not drinking. <laughs> well, uh, let's, honest. let's see. Uh, we've had Sir Dan. Dan, I'm looking who else is online. Uh, Crazy Chris, do you want to add Crazy Chris? Adam, why the hell Get him on in. <laughs> All right, he's our last one. Here comes Crazy Chris. Let's... Eventually, we're going to have to read some most important questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nope. no. Crazy Chris is our last one. And Chris is ringing. Jerry, still with us? Still with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> These other two so jokers have... pipe in a lot. <laughs> JR. I wonder if we lose him sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's probably sitting there napping like the old man that he is. 
That would not be very far from the truth. <laughs> uh, classic. Oh, jeez. Okay, Crazy Chris is still ringing. No offense, Larry. You kind of remind me of my dad in a lot of ways. I'm probably <laughs> as old as your dad. Yeah, actually, how old are you, JR? JR, were you ever in Texas back in the 80s? He <laughs> <laughs> could be your oh, dad. <laughs> I'm, four, I'm 44. I'll be 45 before the summer's out. Yep. Okay, well, he's about, well, he's about eight years <laughs> well, no, but he's about seven years older than you, so. Ah, okay, so he really is old. He's past 50. He's past, yeah, he's, he's he, yeah, you, you had no idea. You think I gave you a hard time about your age. Okay, crazy Chris didn't pick up, so that is our last caller. Guys, what'd you think? Did you like the live caller session? It was fun. Yeah, it's nice. I really had a lot of fun. You know, even even with my wombat question or wombat answer. The the key is, Spidey dude, not to insult the callers every time they get off the line. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't do very well with radio. Um, they will listen to this eventually. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, the Harry Potter thing was kind of rude. <laughs> a little bit. Basically well, says, no, I mean, I, I'm just making an observation. I'm not, I'm not knocking on the guy. Well, I'm not, I'm really not knocking on the guy. I was, making, I was just making an observation. Okay. I think it was this guy problem. I, I really do. I, I, I agree. Think it made him agree. sound like Harry Potter. If, if he, he sounded like that, just imagine what you sounded like, sir. <laughs> well, you know, I probably sound like this bumbling Texan. hick from Texas, you know. All right, well, we've and got like two pages Jeff. of message board questions I cleaned up. Uh, Funny K from Scotland, and I'm sure he would have sounded lovely on the line. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> Skype can only go in the 50 states, it seems like. But uh, yeah. Funny K it asks, works in Japan. It works in Japan. I've used it in Japan. Okay. Is anyone reading Black Panther? If so, what do you think of it? Do you think Norman will discover Spidey's identity in the summer? Hold on, that's two questions. Uh, any, anybody reading Black Panther? No, I read no. the first uh, 15 or so issues, and I thought the first six-part arc was good, but after that it just went to crap. <laughs> crap, okay. Crap. Uh, I, I still have it on my pull list. Um, I'm about five months behind. It's still my to-read pile. Uh, the last the read pile that will never get read. Yeah, no doubt. The uh, it just like every solicitation just gets worse and worse. The the last one I read was the uh, the marriage where he married Storm and it was in Civil War. I probably read a couple after that, but you're like twenty issues behind. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Maybe that's my whole to list read pile is Black Panther. Jr., <laughs> <laughs> do you read the book? I think you're just a uh, Spidey and Thunderbolts. Nope. No, I don't read the Black Panther. Okay. And, and uh, his third question, no, I don't read DC Comics either. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, do you think Norman will discover Spidey's secret identity in the summer? Hit that one about Norman, JR. No, I don't. Okay. I think uh, I think he will eventually, but I think they're going to try to build the tension between the two characters uh, for a little while and uh, and then have Norman find out later. Right. So I don't think they'll do it right away. Yeah. Which sucks. But okay. <laughs> Who um he also asks who's your favorite duo on comic? I'm thinking writer and artist is his intention on that question. Who's your favorite uh, duo, Spidey dude? Tom DeFalco and Ron French. I right? knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Morb, who's your favorite duo? Ah, uh, that's a really, really, really tough question. I'm gonna go with uh, Ron Mars and Stephen Sedgwick. Oh wow! I was really thinking you were going to say uh, Mike Delgado Jr. and and J. J. Michael Straczynski. Well, there's a question later about your favorite writer and artist pair on a Amazing Spider-Man, so that'll be that one. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. The team I just mentioned is the current Witchblade team. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Morb, who's your? I mean, uh, Jr. Who's your favorite? Uh, boy, I, I'd have to say it's a coin toss between. Uh, Ster- Actually, it's sort of a coin toss. Stern and Romita Jr. Uh, I really like that run in the '80s. Oh, okay. And I and 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 also bless his soul, I uh, I like. Uh, Howard Mackey, John Romita run on Peter Parker. Yeah, there uh, before the reboot. That was a good. I mean, I, Howard gets a lot of flack. Some of it's deserved, but I I thought he he turned in a good run there, and uh, yeah. particularly with the uh, Romita Junior's kind of dark, blocky art, mm-hmm. I thought that they worked well together. Okay, uh, let's see who. Um, 
Spidey, do we get yours? Oh, yeah, we, um, uh, Spider Girl. Oh, yeah, I remember the next question part, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I have one at the moment. Um, uh, I mean, when John Romina Jr. is teamed up with anybody, I always like the writer. I, I, uh, I like David Michelin and, and Todd McFarlane back in the day. I like those two guys. Uh, oh, really? so, anyway. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Funny K says his mic won't work, so perhaps some other time he can call in, so. All right. Spidey site in the UK is the next question. Hi, guys. Thanks for reading my question last month. Your podcast get my day-to-day work in the office to go much quicker. Well, I tell you what, brother. We got a long one this month. <laughs> he's, back, he's back in continuity. That's his location. Oh, yeah. He's back in continuity. That's where he's calling from. Uh, what's your favorite issue of Amazing Spider-Man ever? I really like the freak one this month. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to come through this thing and punch you in the face. <laughs> wow. I just got threatened on the on, the, on this podcast. <laughs> you threatened the fucking host. Yeah, what the hell, dude? Threaten the host. Larry King never gets his ass whooped. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he should. <laughs> You're going to pull my suspenders. Uh, Morb, what's your... What's your oh, what the hell was the question? Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite issue of Amazing ever? <laughs> you know... I'm honestly going to have to say number 509, partly because of nostalgia, just because I've been reading here and there and back issues and stuff, but that was the one that I picked up off the stand, and I have bought every current issue since. And also, I thought the writing by JMS and the art by Mike Diodato in his very first issue was just perfect. Emotional issue, great stuff. Okay, Spidey Dude, your favorite issue? Um, I'm going to go with the Clone Saga issue, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing 400. Uh has to be the uh, my favorite amazing issue. Now my favorite issue ever is different, but my favorite amazing issue would have to be Amazing 400. It was, you know, if you cut out the very end where he gets arrested, which was brilliant at the time, but if you just if you just cut that part out and just did the, just the Aunt May part as one issue, it was a complete, total, fantastic issue. Yep. Jr. Your favorite? Uh, amazing Spider-Man 153. Okay. Uh, which one? Back, is that? Uh, by uh, Lynn Wayne, it was uh, and it, it was a one one part deal where this uh, scientist that uh, uh, scientist slash businessman that Peter's familiar with, uh, he's being blackmailed by the kingpin for a component to some weapon, and uh, he's an old college football player, and it's it's hard to set it up, but basically there's like one segment where he narrates how his in his last play in college football, how he almost ran 100 yards for a touchdown but fumbled at the, but was brought down like at the one inch line or something. And then that's when he comes to rescue his daughter. She's on the other end of a football field and he come, he comes after her and the bad guys are shooting at him and he makes it to the hundred, the full hundred yards to rescue her. But the highlight is when Spidey comes just a little bit too late to save the guy from getting killed. And he's got the bad, the, the, the lead bad guy down. And the guy's on his knees just begging Spidey not to hit him. Right. And Spider-Man starts to turn away and goes, ah, don't worry, little man. You're not the worth the bother. You're just not worth the trouble. And then Spidey turns around and looks at him and goes, the hell you're not. <laughs> knocks him right, and knocks him into next week. That's awesome. I mean, I've always, I mean, I, I forget how old I was. I must have been like maybe twelve. I think that's like nineteen seventy-five or it's I- seventy-six it's, or something. It's ironic that you should pick that issue. Did, so you picked that one off the newsstand. You said yes, I did. Well, I, yes, I, did. I went back years ago to find the issue uh, and the month that I was born, which was February nineteen seventy-five, and that is the issue that I was born. That's ironic that you should say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, isn't that ironic? Yeah. Almost kind of like a cosmic, uh, there was like, almost like a cosmic event there, karma. Do, 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 do. <laughs> a little Twilight Zone. Uh, my, Either that or I'm just too damned old to be reading well, comic books. What, but, uh, anyway. what scares me is you're only 12 years older than I am, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite issue, Amazing 300. I still have fond memories of that. First appearance of Venom. Picked it up off the newsstand back when they had newsstands with comics. And uh, loved it. And loved the Todd McFarlane artwork. And I bought two copies off the newsstand. I knew that was going to be a good one. So it's worth some money these days, too. Uh, Spidey Site UK also asks, What, in your view, has been the best bargain comic you have ever bought? Mine has got to be the wedding issue for 5 bucks, which is seven fifty, and in mint condition. I bought that one off the newsstand, too, back in 87. What's your best deal, Spidey Dude? <clears throat> Spidey Dude? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was the hell. I was I was freaking <laughs> wombat. Oh, I, I had to sorry, go sorry, wombat. I don't know where the hell wombat <laughs> suddenly appeared on the screen. <laughs> go ahead, Spidey dude. Your best bargain you've ever purchased. Uh, best bargain issue. Uh, God, <laughs> probably Life Theft Part One for fifty cents. Who? What is it? It kind of led into the Clone Saga, so I just had a big life threat. Life theft. Life theft. The the the, uh, the issue with the vulture taking away Spider Man's oh, use. It's an a- amazing issue, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, more of your best bargain. Well, since free is a really good bargain, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the issue I won from a Spider-Man Crawlspace.com contest in association with Dynamic Force. Uh, Daredevil number 191 signed by Stan Lee himself. Holy, how many years ago was that contest, my man? Good Lord. Uh, oh, it's been, what, two years now? Wow, we haven't teamed with Dynamic Forces in a long time. Yeah, I appreciate um. it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Um, JR, your best bargain? Uh, probably, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 39. Okay. Uh, I bought it at the, uh, the book broker in Evansville, Indiana for $4.50. Holy shit. years ago. <laughs> yes. It's, it's not in mint condition by any means. So, but, uh, and I remember when I got home that, that day, uh, my father asked me, did I get anything? And uh, I didn't tell him because I was ashamed to tell him that I had spent four dollars and fifty cents on a comic book. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you can tell, Boy, that was a long time. Times have changed. Yeah, yeah. You're spending four dollars four dollars every month for Spider-Man now. Yep, that's right. Uh, my best bargain. I actually had one a couple weeks ago that I was really proud of. My uh, local comic shop uh, is Vintage Stock. As the name of them, and they have a buy one get one free of equal value. And uh, I picked up I Amazing Spider-Man, the volume one, number thirty-seven, which is, Jr. will like this. It's the first appearance of Norman Osborn. All right. And it's uh, and I'd say it's in fine condition. They had it for sixty bucks, and I was able to buy get a second comic for equal value. So it ended up being thirty bucks. And the second issue I got was uh, Wolverine number one, the miniseries from 1982 in mint condition. The one with Frank Miller? With Frank Miller. And so I got those two for 60 bucks all in all. So I was quite happy. And now, because I, I have a run of Amazing that starts from issue 25 to current. And in between 25 to current, I was missing number 37. So I now have a complete run from 25 to current. So I was happy to fill that gap. <clears throat> but th- along with that one, back when I was like 10... 12 years old, I used to go to comic book conventions with my mom, and you know how cool that would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My mom's like, you need to get rid of those stupid cars. Oh, my mom supported the hobby. She she supported it. And um, this, this broke college kid that probably reminds me of Spidey Dude right now uh, was selling his amazing Spider-Man comics, and he had issue one, and he had issue three, which is the first appearance of the, uh, Doc Ock, and he had issue 14. Uh, which is the first appearance of the Green Goblin, and all in all, got the all three of them for a hundred bucks. Back, holy crap! Back in like, <laughs> back in circa eighty eighty eight or something like that, eighty seven. Oh. And they were all in. They were all in. I'd say good condition. They they aren't mint by any means, but they're all very very much readable. So that was my best find ever. Say what I just got off eBay about a week ago. Um, <laughs> The first volume, Marvel Team-Up number three, which is the third appearance of Morbius coming directly from Amazing number 101 and 102, mm-hmm. in excellent condition. I mean, almost perfect. You can just see a little bit of wear on the spine. I got it for about three bucks on eBay. Awesome. eBay's a good find. Uh, eBay has some good deals yeah. there all the time. All right, Spidey Site UK, it's, uh, third out of four questions is... Uh, have you ever read the Spider-Man comic Parallel Lives? And in response to those books, how do you feel that continuity may have changed all the way back to the day Uncle Ben dies? Have you guys read that graphic novel? Yes. No. I I have. JR has. Spidey Dude, have you? Um, I have. I've never read it. Okay. JR, what do you think of the book? I read it when it came out back in the late 80s. I thought it was pretty good. I did too. I mean, uh, it, was re- it was written by Jerry Conway, and even though it was a big retcon... Uh, having had Mary Jane know from the very beginning, I thought it was a retcon that actually made sense. Yeah. So she saw him leave the house when he 
uh, found out the burglar was held up in the building, if I remember correctly. Yep. 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 So I'm crawl outside the yep. outside the the. And she's known all those years. Uh, good artwork by Alex Savick, who had a long run on Web of Spider Man. It's one of my favorites. I, I like the book too. I I I don't know if it that that is wiped out because of Brand New Day, but it's a good book. It's kind of hard to find. It's in, in that format that Marvel did in the '80s. It's kind of a larger book. It's not a comic book size. It's a graphic novel. It's a little larger, but it's kind of probably hard to find these days. Yeah, I've been looking for it. I've never been able, never been able to find yeah. it. Yeah, so. hey, they should reprint that in Spider-Man Family or something like that because a lot of people haven't read it. Uh, yeah. uh, last question is who is your favorite amazing Spider-Man team? His is Lee and Ditko. Well, everybody's is Lee and Ditko, yeah. but um, no, it's you know, not. <laughs> <laughs> well, for okay. <laughs> Not going to attest to that. Yeah. Who's, who's your favorite, Jr.? Uh, probably Stern and Romita Jr. Okay. More favorite amazing team? JMS and Diodato. Okay. Man, we really disagree. Okay, go ahead, Spidey <laughs> Dude. <laughs> um, let's say John Martin Mathis and Mark Bagwing. Okay. Mine is uh, Stan Lee and Romita Sr., followed by Roger Stern and John Romita Jr., Scarlet Spider 1138 from uh, Calgary. Uh, have you guys heard about the Clone Saga, o- Clone Saga Omnibus that's being published by Marvel France? Or should Fuck I, France. Or, <laughs> or should I say La Saga du Clone? I'll, anyways, currently Marvel US has no plans for such a collection here, but if the French one sells well, there's a chance. Would you like to see a Clone Saga collection of, collection available in the US? I know it's a bad period in Spider-Man history for many, but I for wow. one think that having it all together for the record is a good thing and some of the stories weren't so bad and that if they haven't been padded out so long, Revelations in particular stands out as a stellar storyline. All right, we're going to our Clone Saga expert. Should Clone Saga, be- as I've been, as I've been, yes, <laughs> it's long over freaking due. Mm-hmm. It just is. Uh, I mean, you have so many people. I mean, the, the one that what you know, they hear about this this Clone Saga. They don't know have they hear about this Scarlet Spider. They hear about Norman Osborn's return, but yet we don't. See Marvel jumping on the chance they could they could get a lot of you know even old readers that have no longer been reading Spidey that want that nostalgia aspect they want a nice little handy dandy book you know how easy it would be for me to be doing this my uh, my Clone Saga series if I had them in, in trade paperback form instead of having to just dig through all these comics yeah. it'd be a lot easier so uh, yes I, I think it should be it's you know Casada said it's the most asked about trade paperback right. In, that any other in, 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 over any other trade paperback collection that he's been since he's been an editor in chief, right. more people have asked about that collection, and and for whatever reason they they choose not to do it, I, whether it be Casada or whatever. I think it's just the higher up dumb why they don't put it out. I mean seriously, they're well, they're, I mean, they're putting out they're putting out a lot of other crap. Why not put? <laughs> I mean, I've got all kinds of guys at my local comic shops telling me that. Um, some of their biggest sellers, especially their biggest sellers among Spider-Man back issues, is those Clone Saga issues just fly out the door. Yeah. So if they put out an omnibus, people would buy I it. I agree. It's yeah. printing money. Same here. I, don't, I, I don't think Assad has got anything to do with it. I think more than once he's been asked that question, and he says that trades are he, – he's not involved in that whatsoever as far as making decisions on what gets traded. So. so Scarlet Spider all around, we agree that it should be out there. And props to your I, Secret Invasion I Trust JR banner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was that was uh, devised by Mr. George Barrowman. So uh, and, uh, Scarlet know, Spider has picked up on know, it. I, you know, I know you and George go way back. But where's ours? Where's where's Kevin's? Well, and he doesn't. Mine and he Brad's? doesn't trust us. He trusts Jr. So Brad <laughs> well, did George. make one for me that said I trust Morbius, but I think it was more meant for the character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. That claim uh, Spider Boy uh, from Scotland. Uh, he's one of our younger viewers, I, I think. He says, hey, Brad, I managed to listen to all the podcasts. Wow. 20, 20, hey, there's your applause. <laughs> 20, he listened to 30 episodes? My God. And uh, don't worry, I wasn't drinking. I'm only 12. <laughs> and, if, and, and if you're wondering, Spidey Dude, yes, I'm the guy to talk to on M- that you talk to on MSN sometimes. And he... <laughs> As for my yeah. question, I want to know what JR stands for. Please tell me. 
<laughs> you listen to all the podcasts, you should know by now. I, I don't, yeah, I don't I, remember. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was going to, uh, I would say Jack the Ripper. Uh, my, my mother was a He's true close. crime fan. My, my mother was a true crime fan, so she named me after her fa- history's most famous serial killer. Uh, but actually, it's uh, John Richard, uh, named after my father, John, and Richard, who was the brother he was closest to. So there you I are. was going to say, if he was born in the 80s, it could have stand for J.R. Ewing. I got that a lot. <laughs> in the 80s, yeah. Uh, thank you, Spider Boy. Uh, Donald Mark from Arkham Asylum. He asks a question every month, so thank you, Donald Mark. Uh, let me reiterate my question from the last podcast. I don't think it came across very well. Okay. Do you guys think that way too many people see Gwen as a person that she really never was? If you read the essentials, she wasn't presented as the goddess that you, that so many people confuse her for nowadays, not to mention books like Marbles and Spidey Blue. And that's why I was never that mad at all about Sen's past. Yeah, the idea was sensationalistic, but it more or less humanized Gwen, which a lot of writers up to that point were not going to try and do. JR, you hit that one. What do you think? I think he's right. I mean, I think sometimes uh, there's a tendency to think of Gwen as Spider-Man's virgin princess. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, you know, and I suppose that's the way that that's the way she became after uh, after uh, Romita took over the the title, but uh, she wasn't originally that way. She was she was quite the fixin' uh, when uh, when Steve Ditko was on the title, and I think I think that's part of it. And I think another part simply is that people didn't appreciate the retcon because it was done so poorly. I mean, when you think about it, since past those last two those last two parts did nothing to to indicate why she why she would have slept with Norman Osborn. I mean that was that was the answer that everybody wanted. Everybody wanted to know, okay, fine, you say Gwen slept with Norman. Why did she do it? When did she do it? And those questions never were answered. So I think that's why people were justifiably PO'd. Okay, Morb, you want to hit it too? Well, uh, oh, hey, go ahead, hey, Spidey. Hey, just, 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 just to, if you read J.R. Fettinger's, you know, article on it, it actually does make sense. But if they had, you know, taken the time to actually do that within the books, you know, but J.R. wouldn't have had an article. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, you want to hit it? You love that storyline. Well, I mean, I've said pretty much the exact same thing that Donamark just said in defense of Sins Past before, so I've just got to throw my agreement behind him. That's exactly what I'd mm-hmm. think. Uh, JPD from New Jersey says, last time you talked a little about Steve Wacker's podcast comments, that Spider-Man isn't always portrayed using all of his physical and mental abilities because then he would always win. I'd like to hear your comments on that. Do you agree? I don't. I think you can argue that some of Spidey's best moments are when he's really put to the test, like when he took on Fire Lord, Juggernaut, and the X-Men. Uh, Spidey Dude, you can have it. Yeah. you. you um, but I think, you know, I, I do agree with Wagger that he... Well, no, I don't. Because... <laughs> Because the way he's the way they've executed in Brand New Day makes him look like a creepy, stupid loser. Yeah. As, uh, um, I think but, we have to take a shot every time we quote Morb now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think the clone shot shots have taken its toll on. Yeah, people. no doubt. So we need a new shot game. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> really, I just there's a certain you have there's a certain equilibrium you have to have mm-hmm. between the two, and I think Wacker has gone so far the other extreme to show he's not the most powerful guy on the planet, as opposed to some other extremes where he beat the fuck out of Fire Lord. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Fire Lord, he's a gal- I mean, he's a herald of Galactus. Right. I mean, he shouldn't have won. Yeah, and but entire I'd X-Men? also argue that Spider-Man shouldn't be fighting Fire Lord to begin with. That's just not... That's not who Spider-Man is. That's not the kind of character he is. It's not the kind of character he should ever be paired against. Fire Lord is a totally different class. Yeah, well, I, I thought it worked. I liked the storyline. That's one of my favorites from the 80s with Tom DeFalco. I mean, it, it showed that it, it, the character can overcome, I think. JR, I think you liked that storyline too, didn't you? Well, yeah, I like, um, I mean, I like it when Spidey, uh, shows, uh, uh, demonstrates how powerful he is, both physically and, uh, intellectually. I mean, they just make him, I mean, really, there should be few people who should be able to stand toe to toe with him. Uh, again, not, not counting the heavyweights like, uh, like the Hulk and the thing yeah. and Thor and like that. But, uh, you know, there shouldn't be able be that many who can go up against him. And, and they always make him look like a chump. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean, he, he always comes out looking like his, uh, a chump. And, uh, no, I. Exactly. Yeah. Don't like that at all. 
JPD's last question is, he says, Brad commented that his second favorite Marvel hero after Spider-Man is the Hulk. That's true. For JPD, it's the, it's Daredevil. Just curious who's number two for the rest of you guys. JR, who's your number two favorite superhero? Probably the Punisher. Really? I didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. Why why is the Punisher your second favorite? Because the Punisher and I have very similar views on Law and Order. Oh, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> is Punisher on your pull list? I didn't know that either. No, it's not. He used to be, but he's not now. Uh, I mean, my comics budget is very, very limited. Um, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, it's 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 mostly Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Star Trek, not just by choice. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've always, except they burned him out in the 90s, like they burned out everything else, unfortunately. Well, the, the Garth Ennis run but, is pretty yeah. strong. I, I still pick that up. It's it's He's quitting yeah. the run right now, but uh, it's a good, good run. Yeah. Uh, Morbius, who's your number two? Is it Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> um, it would definitely be Cal Rayner, the okay. uh, '90s Green Lantern. It's he's just such a relatable character, and you know, such a guy you can get behind. And his stories were always written so well that it's about who the guy is, and secondary about what he is with his power and everything. He's one of the probably maybe three characters or maybe even two that I follow into absolutely every book he makes an appearance in. Spidey Dude, who's your number two? Does Ben Riley No. <laughs> I knew you'd say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, uh, you know, my, my, I, I don't really have a number, a concrete number two. It just depends on the who's writing. I don't, I don't really, I pick up just Spidey mainly. Okay. Um, but I, I guess you could say Wolverine. I, I like when he's written well and not written as some generic character mm-hmm. or caricature, so to speak. Like the Miller run, I, I wouldn't pick that up back in trades, and I loved it. Okay. So. Cool. Uh, we're going to Iran. or Is that how you say it, Iran, or is it Iran? Uh, it just depends on if you're a Yankee. <laughs> I'm a Missouri boy. <laughs> Well, you're you're a dirty southern, so you can say <laughs> okay. Iran. Persian spider from Iran, Tehran, uh, says he. This is his first message to the podcast members, and I hope it won't be the last. He's been listening to and enjoying the previous podcast, and frequently visiting the site. And of course, I am a usual reader of Jr.'s wonderful articles. I guess he can vouch for me. Have you have you talked to Persian before, Jr.? Ab- absolutely. Oh. I want to give a shout out okay. to him. He's uh, one of one. He's uh, one of my fans, and uh, always appreciate hearing from. And him. And his first question is: Don't you guys agree that Sensational Spider-Man Annual Number One by Matt Fraction was the best Spider-Man story of 2007? Yes. Hell yes, I, I do. Agree. Is that the one where they kind of arrest Mary Jane and he comes barreling through the window and, and unmasked? Yeah, he sort takes of. her up on the, on a pole, and they look at New York City. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, it was Matt Fraction and Salvador. That was a good book. I agree. I like that. That I thought that was one of the two best comics I read, one of the two best issues I read that entire year, and I can't believe they didn't put Matt Fraction on a Spider-Man. Jr., did you like that one? Uh, Yeah, I did. Uh, I I withhold saying whether or not it was my choice for the the best one until I get done with the 2007 year in review, but uh, his. but uh, his praise of it is Persian Spider's uh, like of it is well justified. Uh, what did you guys think about Kurt Busiek's Amazing Fantasy 16, 17, and 18? I actually recommended it a few months okay. ago. And uh, it really is really good because it's, you know, we've never seen these character sets. But it really does fit between Amazing Fantasy 15 and, and, and Amazing Spider-Man. I can't remember. I have the books. I can't remember what it was about. I, I think it was there it was all... painted artwork, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a little bit of painted, painted artwork. Uh, it, oh, I'm trying to remember the. Uh, there was a character there that was trying to take advantage of Uncle Ben's death, mm-hmm. and uh, I really liked to see this guy back, even though he's just a one note villain. Uh, his name was Oh Jeez. Uh, oh Jeez, he's never fought Oh Jeez before. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was like a. It kind of sounds something like Tombstone, or is like the Grave Digger, or something like that. I don't yeah. know. But. Uh, it was a really, I, really a fun little romp. I like Kurt. Early I like Kurt Busiek. I collect his Astro City still. I like that run. Uh, let's see. Since Jared, did you like Amazing Fantasy? And more, did you like it? It's been a long time since I've it's read a, it. I mean, I, I've ha- I have it. I've read it once, but I honestly don't remember it well enough to offer an opinion. Me neither. I, I don't think I could give an opinion. More, did you read it? I could not care less. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
every time I hear something about something that Buziak's going to write that sounds interesting and I pick it up, it always bores the crap out of me, so I just don't even read his stuff okay. anymore. Uh, its third question is, since Spidey is going to be featured in it, how do you feel about Alex Ross's upcoming Invaders New Avengers miniseries? More, are we going to pick that one up? Absolutely. Um, I think it sounds like a very interesting idea. Uh, it's The preview pages I've seen look pretty good. Uh, it's just, you know... I'm going to have to see it's a whole 12-issue, one-year-long thing, so I'm going to have to see how it works out, but I think it sounds really cool, and I'm I'm amazed that they're going to put this into regular continuity. That should yeah. be fun. And I'm glad to see Alex Ross back in Marvel. I, I pre-ordered that poster that he uh, had solicited, or Spider-Man on the Wall. It's kind of an homage to a Romita Senior uh, poster from years ago. So I'm happy to see Alex Ross back. He's one of my favorites. When he does Marvel... I'm, she could do some interiors. On yeah, it, no though. doubt. Uh, Jr., you're not pick, picking up Secret Invasion. Are you going to pick this one up? Uh, I don't know. I'll probably have to burn steel it first. Okay. <laughs> and Spidey, did you going to pick up that one? You know, I, uh, <laughs> like I said, what I said about New, uh, Secret Invasion, I spent about 165 dollars between both titles to not be picking this up. So, yes, I'm going to go ahead and pick up Invaders New Avengers, mainly because I want to see the, the interaction between 1940s Cap and 2007 Heroes okay. and how how much you see how much he grew. A lot of people say he was just a one-note one note character, but he really did grow up a yeah. lot over the process of 40 years after he got unfrozen. Right. And so I'm, I'm going to be – I also want to see Cap a little bit more as a badass. Yeah. Well, I don't think – with a gun. Well, I want to see Steve Rogers from the 40s interacting with uh, the new Bucky as Captain America, because that could be very interesting for the Bucky character. I, agree. I become Cap? <laughs> wait, I died. <laughs> oh, wait, I Golly died. Golly G, Cap. Um, <laughs> his first question is, Sure, go. what do you think about Peter having sex with Indy in one episode of MTV's Spider-Man, the new animated series? It happened in... Who the fuck is Indy? <laughs> It, Indiana Jones. Uh, it happened in episode 10 with, oh, with the bullwhip. It hey, happened in episode crazy. 10 of the series named Spider-Man Dis Sabluendi at the... Sabled. Oh, oh dis- Disabled. <laughs> that disabled was spelled so bad. <laughs> Spider-Man Disabled. At the end of it, the viewer can very well assume Indy spent the night with Peter. I really don't think that is something he would do, at least not with her at that stage in their relationship. I don't remember Indy. Okay, I, Evidently, I, Spidey dude, you do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, first of all, this was a brilliant attempt at making it more MTV relatable. Okay. <laughs> Let's have Peter Parker have sex with some character we never fucking heard of <laughs> before this. You know, if you you know, I, I would understand if it's Mary Jane. Hey, it's Mary fucking Jane. No, I, I understand. But I mean, uh, Indy just made no sense. I have no idea who Indy is. Is she? She was a character that was introduced as a as a love interest for Spidey, not Peter Parker, in the MTV Spider-Man okay. series. It only lasted one season. Okay. Jr. Written by Brian Michael. Jr. Do you remember oh, Indy? Oh, okay, what do you think of him him uh, macking on her? <laughs> <laughs> it made it it made sense in the context of that particular cartoon. Yeah. The problem was that cartoon was only half a Spider-Man. I mean, you only saw the college character. Yeah. You never saw well, of course because MTV said no old people. So, you know, therefore you never saw Aunt May except in a picture. Yeah. So, it uh, it was it was it made sense in that context, but it wasn't real Spider-Man. And and Morb and I are just well, confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, I, I, one thing I will say about about the MTV series, I loved when he was in the spider suit and all the moves he made, and he actually moved like I, what I thought of Spider-Man. Yeah. And I think they really did a good job on the the new animated series doing that because I actually got to watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> usually, usually I I'm, I'm so in such in a rush to, to go to work that I don't ever get to watch yeah. it, but. Uh, we it really it just it, it was a yeah. yeah. We have a female question, uh, Spider Girl from Charlotte. Who estrogen? Pardon me. <laughs> I said who? <laughs> who? Oh, estrogen. estrogen. Well, Black Cat purred a little earlier in the show, so we got a lot of estrogen. 
Yes, and you got a hot dog. <laughs> Spider okay. Girl from Charlottesville, Virginia says, here's a fun random question, as if we haven't had a lot already. Uh, if you were a spider suit, what spider suit would you be? <laughs> uh, JR, would you be the armored suit? What would you be? <laughs> I, uh, I don't have an answer to yeah. that one. Uh, no, I don't. I, Spidey boy in the Come Jesus on. would be a holy Spider-Man suit with a hole in it. How about that? No. <laughs> oh my god! Oh You're talking my to god! Spidey. Okay. Come on. Okay. Uh, more. What spider suit would you be? I bet you'd be black and dark. No, I'd be Spider-Man 29M with the skull on my <laughs> chest, bitching and menacing. <laughs> okay. Oh. Spidey dude, what suit would you be? I would. I would be the, the Scarlet Spider yeah. suit because I just throw it all together. You know, throw it together. Just randomly and, and go with it, you know. Because that's what a male would probably actually do. I, I would be the amazing bag man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spidey Sight UK is back. Uh, let's see. That's with several more questions. Secret Invasion is out. What are your thoughts? We haven't read it. Uh, no thoughts. <laughs> I have. No, no, say no, a word. no, no, no talk. No talk. One. For, this one's aimed for <laughs> Spidey dude. What are your thoughts on the take? A shot Clone Wars in the '90s animated series, and did you geek out when you saw Scarlet Spider Ben Riley in it? You know, I had to. <laughs> I only watched the very last episode. I never actually got to watch until later on when I downloaded it off the internet. Yeah. The, the the last episode, or the next to last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, I did geek out in the very last episode when we got to see Ben Riley. That was cool. Uh, but then it took me a while. To, I was like, I really want to see the first. I, I, for some reason, I downloaded it off of, uh, I think it was LimeWire or Napster. Or Do whatever. not say that too loud. <laughs> oh, you know what? If they come arrest me, I'll be like, fuck you, and close the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, and then they'll I'm sure they would just go away. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I really yeah. did geek out. Uh, I really wish, you know, we, we got to see more, a real true end of that series, okay. but. It was a nice uh, this next one's for everyone. If you could pick a dream artist and writer for Spider-Man, who would it be? And what story would you like to see? He says, Brad's answer is Spider-Man The End by Ditko and Lee. That is correct. More, but what's your dream Spider-Man team and writer and all that shit? <laughs> uh, my <laughs> dream Spider-Man writer is me okay. with uh, art by Mike Diodato Jr. and my top secret year-and-a-half Spider-Man epic that you'll have to petition Marvel to Okay. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I be a co-writer on that? Is that okay? We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Call my people. Okay, your people. Jr. Your your dream we'll team. What would they do? Well, let's see. The, I, it's a, a dream team in combination with a story. So I'll pick the story. The story I would like to see would become where Spider-Man becomes a father, and I would like to see it done by Tom DeFalco and Lee. Well, Weeks. that'd be good. And Spidey Dude, what's your favorite? What would you like to see told in Dream Team? The Return Pick this of well ben if you want to be co writer. <laughs> <laughs> the Return of Ben Riley. Okay. Written by myself or John Martha Mathis. Okay. With Mark Bagley as the Okay. Artist. This next one's name, aimed at J.R. and Morb. Uh, we all know their favorite villains, but here's a question. If you could pick an artist or a writer to draw or write your favorite Spider-Man villain and Spidey, who would it be and why? So who's who's writing and drawing the Goblin, JR? Uh, who's drawing the Goblin is Mike Diodato Jr. Oh, wow. Uh, because he, even though his Norman looks like Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> his, Norman, his Norman looks like somebody. Right. I mean... Other, otherwise, it's just this guy with these crazy red cornrows. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, no, I like his, uh, I like his Norman. As far as a writer, I don't know who would do Norman the most justice, to be honest. Um, Roger J. Stern Finger. comes to mind. Well, JR is not a writer. <laughs> but, uh, Roger Stern, I guess, comes yeah. to mind, uh, cause he did that, uh, he explored Norman's background a little bit in, uh, in that uh, one miniseries some years ago, but uh, yeah, that, that, but uh, I so I don't know about a writer, but definitely Diodato Jr. Morbius, who's dry, uh, writing and drawing Morbius besides yourself? Yeah, if it was a uh, if it was a solo story, that would be a, a different thing. But since we're talking about as a Spidey villain, I want to see JMS tackle 
Morbius, and I'd like to see the artist on that be Michael Guidos in that same painted style he used on the Legion of Monsters issue, because I thought he did a brilliant job on that Morbius one-shot. Uh, Leopard Lad from London says, with Secret Invasion upon us, I think I'd like to ask this. Uh, if you any of you were writing at Marvel and you were given the job of writing your own mega event, what would you do to make it work better than the previous efforts like Civil War and House M, or to make it sure the quality remains consistent throughout rather than lose momentum as those mentioned have towards the end? I don't really have a comment because I've liked House of M and Civil War. So solicit the story after more than half of it is already in there the game. I, I do agree with that. Spidey dude, any any advice? I don't know. My mega my mega event will be a cosmic reset with uh with the deal with the devil trying to destroy the rest of the Marvel universe. Ooh, like that'd, that'd be Spidey. good. And uh oh yeah, and and it, we'd all you know take off the mask of the devil and it'd be revealed to be Joe Casada. Oh wait, <laughs> oh, oh wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> More of what would your storyline be? Well, I I think to fix that issue. You can't just do it as a writer because the big problem is editorial mandates with payoffs for stories and little, you know, subplots coming in too many titles. I'd like to do something where all the payoff, all the story, all the character stuff is within the story, but a writer just can't affect that. It's not, it's not our place to do. As for the specific story, if I was doing a big old crossover, I'd, I'd have to think a lot longer about that. I don't know. Uh, Greg XB. We'll work on it more. We'll Greg XB is Cheers. aiming this one towards JR. What are your thoughts on Thunderbolts and Norman Osborn's role in the book? It seems like Ellis is off the book, it seems like. Now, he's coming <laughs> back. It's just four issues done for Secret Invasion because he can't keep Oh, I thought he was done. No, they're just having Christos Gage do the fill-in four issues from what well, I JR, what do you think of that book? I like it. I'd like it better if it came out monthly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. like it, uh, and well, I do is like it coming, coming out quarterly now. Is Something that like it that. <laughs> it, 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 well, they have all these fill-in issues now, and those have been pretty weak. Uh, yeah. But uh, they, so I don't like those nearly as well. But the the, the regular run I like, and I do like Norman's role in it. Uh, I think so. I think he's he's been handled very yeah. well. Uh, I just hope that the in fact he's uh, he's going to be actually donning the goblin costume here in the next issue or two. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, he's going to take care of a problem personally. I, I, I like that uh, Norman has a monthly role in a book. I think he's a strong enough character to do that. Uh, Kane asked about the freak arc. We already talked about the freak arc, Kane. So that was covered uh, in the last hour. <laughs> FSU Spider Fan from Greenville, North Carolina. Out of the podcast regulars, who would win in an all-out fight? My money's on Jr. He may be the oldest, but I think I have a feeling that he fights dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we now know if it's between me and Spidey Dude who wins. <laughs> uh, I may have lost the great debate, but I have not lost. Fellas, we're pissing on each other with the pissing contest. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spidey Site UK is back in continuity still. He goes, ha- "Who? Uh, hey guys, out of all of you, who is a scroll? I think Jr's a scroll. Yep. Yep. Jr. Yeah. All You're right. Scroll Jr. <laughs> it's unanimous. <laughs> Matisse uh, Leonard from somewhere in the realms of reality, i.e., Clearwater, Florida, says, "Since I can't call in, here are my questions." This one is for all of you. I'm an anime fan. Why is it that comic fans have a hard time liking anime or magna or manga? Not magna. <laughs> She's a new mutant. Uh, especially manga, since they're basically Japanese comics. Because they suck. <laughs> because everyone looks like they're 12 years old. Yeah, the- Everybody looks the fucking same. <laughs> they suck. Nobody looks. They different. all have those giant and eyes. We all have the giant eyes. They all have the fucked up hair. <laughs> well, and my biggest problem with it is not that I don't like it. I mean, that's, that's you know, a personal opinion. But the problem is all this Japanese influence and stuff is coming into American comics. And we're having people all look like they're Japanese when, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't care who's drawing him. Superman is not Japanese. He's not American either, but that's how he's looked since the 30s. Yeah, that's true. I haven't read enough manga to have an opinion, so... I spent enough on Marvel comics. I can't afford going across the water. Uh, Man Spider from Milton, Massachusetts, with Spider-Man going up against the Thunderbolts this summer. Do you think any other heroes will show up to help him? 
I'm sure they will. <laughs> no, it's just... He's going to down all the fucking Thunderbolts by himself. Okay. No Avengers, nothing. Aunt May's not even showing up. No. No, fuck Aunt May. She's not even... She's, she's not going to be the golden oldie. It's, it's okay. You are drunk, sir. <laughs> This is not going to be not an all-ages drunk. podcast. Yeah, this really is definitely honest. not an all-ages podcast. Take a shot when uh, Spidey Dude drops the F-bomb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I apologize for... I want to apologize, and I want to go ahead and do this now, seeing that I've already insulted half the uh, callers that we had called. <laughs> but, uh, I really want to apologize. I have not been drinking. I've just been in this smart-ass mood. It's partly the hydrocodone. Oh, yeah, we're going to blame pain medication. I knew from, it was coming. From your uh, wisdom <laughs> teeth getting pulled out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Man Spider would like to see Johnny Storm or Daredevil um, be in the Thunderbolts fight. Okay. I, I don't want to see – you know why I don't want to see Daredevil is because, you know, it takes away from the great John De, Jean De La Wolf story. No, De, you know? De Wolf. Oh, I don't – De Wolf. De Wolf. Or, what the fuck is it? <laughs> 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 take away from oh, that my story. gosh. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? I, I think that was the last question on the board. And Morbius is just recommending people to drink their, bring their own beer when they call in. So that looks... Or your own house. Exactly. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, time for recommendations, guys. We're going to wrap this up. JR, you want what, what are you recommending this month? JR? Okay. <laughs> what happened to JR? Did JR die? JR, are you there? JR fell Mr. Fettinger, sir. Oh, no, I was oh. on mute. Sorry. <laughs> See, that you just mute. had to call him sir. Yeah, that was uh, it. Now, now, I was on mute because my son is, is is down here in the basement with me, and he's occasionally coming by and creating a ruckus. So I put him on. Uh, so I've been putting this on mute, and I forgot to unmute us. So, uh, actually, though, I don't have any. I, I apologize to you, Jr. If you've had your son around, and I've been laying the amount of f bombs I've been laying, I'm like, you can, God. he can't hear he can't hear you because I've got it all on there earphones. You. Thank God. <laughs> so, I don't know. It felt no, really bad. No, 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 no. I, nobody, nobody can hear. It's just me and thee. So, uh, but no, I don't have any recommendations this month. Okay. So say. Uh, more. What's your recommendations for the month? Uh, I've okay. got two, uh, both comic books, and I tell you, I've got people when I tell them that I don't like Miss Marvel or Wonder Woman, asking me, "Are there any good, in my opinion, female?" superhero comics out there, and those are the two that I have to recommend this month. Um, the first one is Manhunter. It's a DC comic about a federal prosecutor who was seeking the death penalty against a you know terrible, violent supervillain and got off on a technicality. So she raided the evidence locker and got a bunch of pieces of costumes together, called herself Manhunter, and went out and killed his ass. <laughs> this is a great comic. <laughs> uh, Death, gore, destruction. Let's see. Oh yeah, it's all the all the makings of a of a uh, Kevin yeah. Cushing comic. <laughs> it's great. It's character focused. They pick up. Uh, you know, she's picked up all these great supporting characters. A former Manhunter. Uh, a guy she knew from the witness protection program that used to make tech for villains. She's got him working for her now, and uh, it's 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 a great comic. It's really fun, um, and it's also got that maturity beyond the fun I was talking about earlier. But it's been it's had basically this really uh, loyal following that's kept it going, and it got canceled at issue number thirty about a year ago, and this June. They're finally coming back with number 31. So I'm recommending it this month for all the mail-order mm-hmm. comics people. Put it on your June order. It's Manhunter number 31, but you're still going to be jumping in at a jumping-on point because it's been gone for a year. So I could not recommend that highly enough. It's a great comic. Pick it up. Support it because it deserves cool. to be out there. And, and the Spider-Girl second... <laughs> doesn't? <laughs> no. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> the second one is uh, Witchblade. That one... I've talked about it a couple of times on this podcast so far. Ron Mars started writing it with issue number 80 a few years ago now, and he totally reinvented the title. He put a lot more plot and character and a lot less the the Witchblade rips her clothes off and isn't that fun. Um, It's been a really solid title for a while, and they just did this month uh, issue number 116. It's sold out, but they're doing a second printing. Remember that 116 is another jumping-on point. Ron Mars is still writing. They brought in... A Croatian artist named Stepan Sedjic. He's a painter, digital painter. It is beautiful work. It looks 
better than any other comic on the stands, and they are building a true epic here. So I'd recommend jumping on that with number 116. You will cool. not regret it. Spidey Dude, your recommendations? Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend, uh, a, uh, an application, I okay. suppose. Uh, the, yesterday <coughs> I was, I was coming, going through and, and I was downloading the latest version of iTunes and I downloaded Safari and I've been talking about getting a Mac for a past year and a half and it hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. but I'm getting one. Anyway, and, and for those of you that, that are still using Internet Explorer, <laughs> stop. <laughs> But uh, if you want to, if you're and you don't really like Firefox uh, and you like iTunes, the way just it's set up and everything like that, I, I recommend using okay. Safari, uh, which is the Apple browser. And I I've had any hadn't had any problems with it, and it's been a lot of fun. I've been playing around with it, and it's actually been a pretty That's good cool. program. So uh, I want to recommend that. I also want to recommend. Um, I want to go ahead and, and recommend the la- the latest grouping of Spider Man. Uh, the past two issues have been phenomenal. I haven't, and, and me and Kevin will agree, we don't like the art, but it kind of fits within the realms of the story. It hasn't put me off so bad that I've just been wanting to retch every time I do it. <clears throat> uh, but uh, I'm going to recommend, and uh, and I'm, I've got a feeling Zeb Wells, you know, he had a really strong run on um, Peter Parker, so I'm going to also recommend that if you haven't read any of his stuff previous. So, hey, guys, uh, you, I think we're going to have a lot of praise for on uh, the next edition Sweet. of the podcast for this, for this next Cool. Part. Anything else? So. Okay, my recommendations. I've got a TV show, a movie, and a comic book. Uh, TV show, Morbius and I agree. Battlestar Galactica is one of the best shows out there, and it just started up its fourth yeah. and final season. I've seen the first episode of season four. I have the second one on DVR waiting for me to watch it, along with Spectacular Spider-Man. I haven't seen Saturday's episode yet. But uh, Battlestar Galactica, just awesome. Just uh, just top-notch sci-fi at its best. If you, I would recommend though catching up on it through DVD, and not start at season. Four. Yeah. So, if I could put yeah. a little thing in there in support of Brad, um, I think there's a misconception that's keeping some people away from it about just sci-fi. A lot of people think, well, you know, sci-fi is just cheesy space stuff and it's just for geeks and everything but this is a show that I've heard a lot of people that don't normally like sci-fi love because it's so much about people and human nature and that's what's really there so I think you can give it a shot even if Did you guys happen to see Jay Leno on Friday? He had William Shatner and Trisha Helfer on and and, uh, Shatner was hitting on Trisha which is number six (laughs) on Battlestar uh, hopefully it's on YouTube or something where you can see that clip. Shatner was hilarious hitting on her (laughs) <laughs> I gotta see that. JR, did you happen to see Jay Leno on Friday? It was no, I didn't. Although I'm sure that Shatner's fourth wife, <laughs> who he's currently married to, well, will appreciate man, it, that. it was funny. He was really wow. Anyway, <laughs> she, he, he's he, William Shatner, and, and he has that he has that funny aspect that he's he can be completely serious. Trisha was like, hilarious. we were making eyes at a Star Trek con- or a comic book convention a long time ago. Do you remember that? And he goes, no, but I should, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was really funny. Uh, and I recommend Battlestar for anybody. Start with season one of the DVDs, and that way you can really enjoy the whole whole dinner. I don't know. And by the way, Jr., I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just, I'm reading this on the. Uh, this is a breaking news story, I suppose, here on the Spider Man Crawl Space podcast. But uh, the next episode of Spectacular Spider Man looks like it's going to be the debut of the Green Goblin. There so, you go. You All finally right. get your Green Goblin. So, All right. congratulations. And then the the next episode will be cool. Octopus. Cool. It's backwards, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, yeah but also, okay. you want to talk backwards with the evil look Harry gave in this week's episode? Anybody else think he might be the goblin oh, first? I don't think they'd do that. Oh, I don't want that to happen. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Any other point for that evil <laughs> look, though? <laughs> well, I, no, I, I do know the point of the evil look. It's, it's that you, there's more to Harry than meets the eye and the nerdy yeah. the nerdy voice. Uh, my movie recommendation. I'm still on my recommendations, damn it. <laughs> uh, I saw a movie made about ten years ago that I've never heard anything about, uh, but I like all the actors in it, and it turned out to be a really, really good movie. It's kind of a supernatural thriller. It's called The Fallen with Denzel Washington and John Goodman. And Denzel. And also has uh, Jack Bauer's dad, uh, Donald Sutherland, in it. And just a creepy, creepy movie in the same vein as Seven with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Just that type of movie. 
and it was really good. If you have, I forget if it was on HBO or Showtime or something like that. I saw that. But have you guys seen the movie The Fallen? Have you seen it? No, no. I remember seeing previews back in the day. Jr., have you seen it? it? I I no, highly I recommend it. Go go see that movie. Very trippy, and it if you like the Rolling Stones, it's got a it got a great Stones music in there. So that is my recommendation for the movie. The comic book, uh, I haven't read it, but I've, I pre-ordered it, and I think, uh, everyone should. Uh, you know, Mike Waringo, uh, passed away last year. And, uh, on this month's solicitations is, uh, a tribute book to Mike. It's, uh, the What If Fantastic Four. Uh, he was gonna, this was his last piece of work that he was working on before he passed away. And it basically, uh, is a story about, uh, the replacement Fantastic Four, which consists of Spider-Man, the Hulk, Ghost Rider, and Wolverine. And I think the What If is if they continue to be a team. And, um, some of Mike's friends are contributing to this book. It's 48 pages. And it, it, uh, finishes the artwork that he start, started. And some of the artists that are on it include Arthur Adams, Stuart Amineman, and Alan Davis, uh, Humberto Ramos, who not many people are a fan of, <laughs> Scotty Young, Mike Allard, Alred, and Barry Kitson, who is gonna be, uh, on are they going to donate the money from this yes. to his family uh, this or something? This will benefit for the Hero Initiative. Is published. The book will be published with the full approval of Marvel Comics and on the advice and consent of the family of Mike Oringo. So mail order has it for three dollars and seventy four cents with the cover price of five bucks. So feel free to add. That. That's five dollars. I'm yeah. going to be willing to spend. That's the only five dollar comic book I'm going to. Do so it, it's uh, on the order forms this month if you want to order that book. So that looks like a good one, and it'll go to Mike's family, who was a. We lost him a lot too soon, I think. So. Yes. All right, yeah. gang. That wraps up our what our call in marathon, and an hour. hour. <laughs> really, only two on tape. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Lots, Lots of F-bombs, and I want to apologize to any any of the young listeners, a.k.a. Spider-Boy. Spider-Boy and the Jesus, yes. And, uh... Yeah, oh, yes, I do want to apologize to him, because I you kept ins- laughing, because I'm sorry. And you insulted Wombat. And you insulted... <laughs> I did not mean to insult Wombat. Okay, Wombat. And we'll wrap up the show right about there, with Spidey Dude obviously groveling. Now, coming up later this month, we have an interview I am really looking forward to. Our guest will be amazing Spider-Man writer Roger Stern. He's one of my all-time favorites. And we're going to record the show on May 17th at 10 a.m. Central Time. So if you have a question for Roger, you need to post it on the message board before that deadline. And the thread is located in the Crawl Space 101 section of our message board. Also, if you'd like to leave a review of the show on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. Now, since we last recorded a show, we have a few new ones. I'd like to personally thank Scott, 327, Geox, and Zor. They were extremely flattering, and I hope to continue to put out some great show for you guys. So thanks for posting those reviews. As always, thanks for listening, and I'm Brad Douglas, your host and webmaster of SpidermanCrawlspace.com. <laughs>